including board game and tabletop news, uh, YouTube drops, uh, updates with the toys, and even the wonderful world of comic books, and just everything that goes on in the Morphin Grid. I am one of your hosts, Joel, and with me, as always, is... It's Kevin. Roll for initiative, please. Oh no. Oh no, 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 I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Don't care. (laughs) Don't care. (sighs) Roll the dice. See... Kevin's over here getting all his GM powers warmed up so that when we start our game, he can, you know, just unleash destruction upon us all. Pretty much. (laughs) I am both excited and terrified. That makes two of us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But before we get started today, we encourage our listeners to find a way that you can be a hero out there in the world. You know, previously... We've highlighted important movements like things like Black Lives Matter, which are which is still ongoing, you know, just because it's not in your feed, just because it's important. This is something that still needs attention, still needs focus. Um, we encourage our listeners to find a way that you can help with whatever movement, um, what, if that's whether that's donating time or money, you know, joining in streams, you know, you know, boosting voices within that community, within that movement, or even just beginning to educate yourself and learn more. Uh, just find a way that you can be a hero find a way that you can make the world a better place because you know we can all do our own parts in that Um, and with that said uh, we'll kind of shift gears and move into our first topic which is the world of renegade games Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh First and foremost, if you are wanting to purchase the Heroes of the Grid uh, expansion for Time Force, which includes the Time Force pack and the Merciless Minions pack, February 4th, this episode's air date, is the final day to get your pre-order in. Mm -hmm. If you are listening to this and you have not pre-ordered, you need to go do it now. Mm -hmm. Now. Uh, But... Uh, with that as well, the Power Rangers RPG game. The book is officially out along with the Roll20 edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been getting their copies of the book throughout the U.S., mm-hmm. um, kind of without notice. Um, I, it has been said by the team at Renegade that the GM screens will ship soon as well, and those of you that ordered the book and the screen in the same order will receive them both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dice for the RPG game, unfortunately, have been delayed until about March, mm-hmm. uh, which you know with everything going on it's not shocking mm-hmm. uh, and you know with that said we're officially in february so happy ranger month mm-hmm. this month starts renegade celebrating the franchise each week with new drops new things and every and just each week leading up to their renegade con in march mm-hmm. so lots of exciting things probably to come and fun teases i'm sure mm-hmm. but uh are you excited kevin to get your physical copy of the book yeah, it'll be nice. I mean, I've been pouring over the digital edition, um, but it, it'll be nice to have an actual physical thing that can go on my shelf, but also utilize a little bit easier. Um, so it'll be nice. I ordered the GM. Basically, my order consisted of the GM screen, the book, and a couple of dice sets. So um, so I'll, I'm kind of excited. I'm happy that they updated players because I know a lot of players were asking, like, where's my book at? It hasn't been shipped yet, even though people are starting to get them. And they were like, okay here's an update we got the gm screen so we're going to hold off which i think is better than them like shipping the book out and then shipping the gm screens because that's one yeah. less it's one less thing to have to worry about in the grand scheme of things because i'm sure the majority of people that ordered ordered the gm screen so 
Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Um, they just and also from their perspective, I'm sure it's easier to ship all that out and be able to mark that because mm-hmm. um, I'm sure otherwise it's going to be really a pain to keep track of. Yeah. Because um, so I mean I'm also in a similar situation to you. I ordered the GM screen as well, so I'm waiting for that and some dice. But I'm assuming they'll ship the GM screen in the book, and then just the dice will be held off until March Mm -hmm. because which will be good it's fine I don't need more dice I just want them (laughs) that makes sense Uh, but uh, one thing also if you did download the uh, RPG book uh, PDF they have released a high-res version now Um, so if you go back under your account and go to the downloads it'll have the high-res version there as well Mm -hmm. uh, that you can download so that's something if, if if you care about that which you know some people do that is also an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm excited. I kind of can't wait to see what they're going to do with this Ranger Month. Uh, you know, the team at Renegade previously has been really great about these kind of teases that they do and, like, you know, enticing little glimpses of different things. And, I, you know, between, you know, the RPG book that they've got all these things planned for, I'm sure they've got things for Heroes of the Grid and, like, the deck-building game that we just haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what they come up with. Yeah, it should be uh, interesting. It should Kind of moving along to the next topic, uh, Power Rangers on YouTube. Power Rangers in Space is officially complete now. We've got another season down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, since they've started going in chronological order, they've been kind of rapidly getting them out. It's about uh, we've noticed it's about like ten episodes ish each time, right? About roughly. Yeah, about twelve. It's been taking about basically a month for them to release episodes. Um, so yeah, you can expect. I'm assuming Lost Galaxy will be next, and then. I'm curious if they'll keep to 12 whenever they start getting to, like, the Disney-era seasons. Yeah, because they're smaller. Yeah, because then those could be out in three weeks, potentially. But I have a feeling they're going to try and, like, divide it up a little bit. So, um, But, yeah, it's available to watch in full. If you've been watching it already, go ahead and finish up in space and then get ready for the next season to come out. Very, It's very cool that we're getting these as quickly as we are. I mean, it's... I think since they've, like, figured out how they're doing it, it's been a lot smoother, um... And I think we can kind of see the end point now because obviously it'll be a couple months or a year or two at least before they get everything up. But like we can tell when another season will be fully up. So Mm -hmm. that's really exciting, I think, from this regard. Yeah. Um, And also it's been fun to be able to watch in space episodes without having to dig out DVDs. Yeah. Makes things so easy. (laughs) For sure. Um, So moving along into the world of toys. Mm hmm. And I'm sure if you're a listener and you're a fan and you follow other fan accounts, you've seen a lot of this going around. But um, it has been revealed that there will be a Lightning Collection price increase. Mm -hmm. And the price increase will be for single figures. It will go uh, to $24.99 up from Mm $22.99. Two packs will be $54.99 up from $41.99 or $52.99 depending. Mm -hmm. And Deluxe figures will be $33.99 up from $31.99. And helmets will be ninety nine ninety nine up from eighty four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So overall, not super major increases except right. for two packs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, but the two pack increase was happening last year anyway. So and it yeah. when you do the math, it does add, it does like come together as like essentially the same like a dollar more for two figures. So it it tracks. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, it it sucks, but like I mean, it's understandable with like everything going on with shipping and all the other kind of different uh issues they're having to face that they would eventually have to do this Mm -hmm. i saw a bunch of like i 
I mute him block enough accounts that I don't see a lot of things, but I saw a little bit of the blow up happening around this. Mm -hmm. um, I just, if you feel strongly enough, if this is the thing that makes you angry enough, or it just, you know, this is the line crossed, you know, don't buy the figures then. Like, yeah. you know, that that's a, and that's not me being mean. That's not me telling you, you don't have to be part of the fan, but like not every wave needs to be purchased. Yeah. I think for some fans it's, it's understandable because there have been some quality control issues like you know we can't deny that much obviously we talked about that last week um but i agree i think it's something that you know i know sometimes as a fan it feels like you have to get everything that you have to buy mm -hmm. everything to support the product but that was also maybe back in the day when the only product we had was really the toys you know yeah. basically for probably the disney era and then most of the this neo saban era but now that we have new opportunities to for, to you know buy things and put your money towards the franchise in different ways you can do that it's never been an option to it's not buying things has never been a not a choice for you and you know yeah does it suck that the prices are going up of course but also it's as much as fans i think have gotten in their feelings about it and gotten upset about it the thing to remember is, is that this is not just lightning collection it is hasbro as a whole Mm -hmm. um, it is also the industry as a whole prices yep. on everything from action figures to food to even books they are going up yeah because of yeah. you know the fact that hey we're still in a global pandemic hey things are kind of crazy right now so i you know i have seen some of some people on twitter saying that they are just going to give up the ghost and stop collecting these that's okay that's totally fine yep. um do what's best for you yeah ultimately <laughs> yeah i mean that's all you can do I think for me, the big thing is, like, the only reason why I'm a little... I'm not, like, upset about it. I'm still going to be collecting, obviously. I think for me, the major thing, though, is that it's with the frequency of release. That's what I'm struggling with, to be honest. Um, the frequency of releases, which, again, probably due in part to the pandemic, delaying a lot of things they have planned out. But also the fact that... And this isn't a Power Rangers problem. This is just a toy market problem in general. Most figures now are getting snatched up and being sold for way over their retail price. So, for example, like Mighty, yeah. Mighty Morphin Red now, I think, is worth, like, what, $60, $70 aftermarket price? Like, if you sell it on there. So, um, which I've sold things at a higher markup because, you know, they've been out of print or something. Yes, I'll, I'll admit to that. You know, I've sold some things that were super hard to find. Um, so that's the, my only thing right now is just the product availability combined with frequency and the idea that, and I think this maybe is where the idea comes from for people that they have to buy everything. The idea yeah. that if you don't... If you don't snatch it up, it won't be there kind of thing. Not even that, but if you don't snatch it up, it won't be there. But also, if you want to try and find it later on, you're going to have to pay an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah. Which was understandable when it came to collectibles like that were convention exclusives, but now it's even applying, I think, to the main lines. Like, I remember back when uh, the Cassie figure was coming out in, in the Illinois area back a few months ago when we covered it, like, people were snatching them up and saying, okay, you can buy her for 70 bucks. Yeah. So, Guys, please, please don't buy from scalpers if you yeah. can avoid. Yeah. Like, there's, just... yeah. There's a difference, I think, between scalping and selling what it's worth. You know, like an out-of-print yeah. item that maybe hasn't been around for a few years versus something yeah. that is going to be readily available at first. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, actual rarity versus scarcity is, I, I think, a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think too, it's just one of those things where, like, and I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but I'm in some Power Ranger groups by Cell Trade on Facebook, and I think too, right now, there's an issue where fans are trying to also get things, and it's understandable for the cheapest price possible. But like, 
I saw someone that was like, they kind of like what I did for you. Like they snatched up the figures at their store. They were going to sell them at cost and with shipping. And so they were trying to sell them, I think, for like a reasonable price. Like it wasn't that terrible. But then people were mad at them because they weren't offering them it for like half the price. Like they were trying to undercut them and like make oh them lose money. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there yeah, was someone no. that posted about, yeah, they were trying to sell like, I think it was a Zeo Yellow and a In Space Pink. And they were trying to sell it basically they were doing it to help somebody out. They were like, I'm going to, I will sell this to you for what I paid. And then you just need to pay for the shipping so it can be shipped to you. Like I'm trying to help you out. And then like people, I think were, cause they reposted or commented on it later on saying they weren't going to do it anymore. Cause they were like, people are trying to like undercut me and trying to get a figure for like half of what it's worth. So yeah, I think that's Look, also part of it too. It's just like, yeah. You know what? If you want to do that, do that with the stores. Like, you know, Kevin, you you've been really like you're like kind of a what a person that can do that. You're a savvy shopper. Sometimes you yeah. you can get figures for really cheap. Like yeah. you do that to a corporation. If someone's selling it to you and they're selling it to you at a genuine cost, do not try to hackle them down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And like, it, it's understandable, right? We're you know, economy is rough. People, money is rough. Yeah. But just remember that we're all human and be kind to each other. Even though, like, I know some people are kind of saying like, oh, it's Hasbro, they're a corporation, they're not our friend. You have to remember too that like they're still a business. They're not your friend. Like, that's a whole other conversation when it comes to parasocial relationships. Yeah. We're not going to get into that right now. So, um, but yes, I would say if you are wanting to buy these, go for it. However, um, if you are just deciding to take a step back, that's okay. It's understandable. Like it's yeah. not, and it's not some indictment of you as a fan. Like exactly. <laughs> and if you decide later on to come back to it, and that happens too, that's okay too so yeah it just or buy the character you want like don't yeah you don't have to buy yeah. every single thing like yeah. I, and i think that like i said i think that does stem from the fact that like back in the day toy sales were what drove power rangers to continue so i think that's why yeah because i i still see even now there's people that are buying everything they just buy it all up and i'm like you don't need all of that like it's that's if that's what you want and that brings you joy great do it because you want to buy it not because you feel like you have to buy it to keep the brand going exactly so there are other avenues to support exactly but but yeah so that's that we'll see what happens um yeah i think some i think retailers in canada too they've started marking up certain waves that this will apply to so if you are hoping to get some of these items for a little bit cheaper i would recommend going ahead and pre-ordering while you can if there still are pre-orders available for things coming out that are at the regular price range so yeah yeah and just and you know check retailers that do that kind of thing where mm -hmm. they give you a cheaper price on that mm -hmm. if you if it goes up yeah just find the way that you can do it if you really want to get it in you know the cheapest way possible exactly uh, uh, but with that said we'll move on to the world of comic books because we had a new issue of power rangers universe this week we did. Uh, issue number two released this week and that was written by nicole adelfinger with pencils by simone ragazzoni Colored by Mattia Iacono and lettered by Ed Dukeshire. Mm -hmm. And the preview description for it is In the ancient past, six teens scramble inside the Master Forge to save a mysterious figure they rescue from the Morphin Grid. But in doing so, they strand themselves from their parents, the Morphin Masters, who ascended into the grid itself to protect it from Dark Spectre. Can they protect Earth and the grid itself from the impending forces headed their way? The question will have to wait because they first they must defend themselves against a t-rex attack <laughs> so this description when it says they can they protect earth i was like hold on earth <laughs> i think they had to do like the generic writing stuff so that okay yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah, this is that that makes sense yeah. i was just like hold on 
Oh yeah, no. You say? <laughs> oh, no, oh yeah, no. There's like there's been some solicits that you've probably noticed that like for Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin that either they are very like and that's how it's in the comic book industry in a way, right? Like they have to do misleading solicits so you don't find everything out, but then they also will just put stuff out there completely. So well, yeah, and the issues aren't done half the time. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that may have been the original storyline, but it got changed in production, yeah. um, which is, I think, that happens a lot, especially at the big two. Um, but this issue is interesting because it, it moves the needle slightly. Um, we're, we're not... There are no major reveals this... Well, that being said, there are. Uh, it's just th- this was an interesting issue. I did really enjoy it. Um, I like all these characters. Um, mm-hmm. We're getting. It's interesting how Nicole Adelfinger is dealing out certain character details mm-hmm. uh, because, like this issue, it's kind of revealed that Green and Black are siblings. Mm-hmm. Is the way it may they they are stated, which is not a thing I think we understood in the first issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And just like it's interesting how they're doling out little uh, character bits through dialogue. Uh, I did find it interesting, kind of how this is kind of almost becoming an or- origin for Power Rangers as a concept in the universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of what the storyline seems to mm-hmm. be. Uh, but uh, enough of me kind of ranting. What did you think of this issue, Kevin? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting because they are obviously having to do a slow burn. So. Mm-hmm. And it, it does end up leading to what happens at the end of the issue, which we can talk about here in a second. But uh, yeah, so we are seeing, and spoiler warning now for those of you that maybe haven't read it yet. Um, so, you know, if you don't want to be spoiled, you haven't read it yet, feel free to skip ahead. But um, like you mentioned with the universe, I think too it's also interesting because it is definitely giving a origin for Dark Spectre. Yes. And I think that's something that... I always appreciate when the comic books can help expand the lore and develop and build on the concepts we see in the TV show, right? And I think it's been really interesting because with this storyline, Dark Spectre, in his current incarnation, um, and I I use that wording very carefully, I guess, but he is currently not able to enter our realm, so he is resorting to taking people over and, like, controlling them so they can act as his envoy, which with what we've seen in the comics so far has been definitely the influence that we've seen from him, right? With Psycho Green, with um, Master Vile, and also, too, I think even going back to the TV show with him corrupting Corone and, you know, Rita and everybody else. So I think it definitely is an interesting thing to see is how Dark Spectre is kind of coming into play. And yeah. we've speculated about this for a while since Power Rangers Unlimited came out that we were going to see... Um, more about dark specter and we've we've seen shades of it in the side stories between uh the dragon new air to darkness yeah air to darkness yeah. dragon new dawn like we're getting more and more tidbits and hints of what dark specter really is and i like that because in the tv show he was always introduced as like the biggest villain and how terrible and evil he was um but of course this issue reveals that he is extremely weak to grid energy and that it actually repels him, similar to, like, Garlic of a Vampire. So, as I was reading the issue, I was thinking about it, and I was realizing, like, oh, that's why Dark Spectre sent Astronema out to destroy Power Ranger teams, so she could destroy their grid energy. Mm-hmm. And then his eventual plans to use the grid himself to warp and corrupt, like, Psycho Green, and even how um, Astronema was able to create the Psycho Rangers is through that connection and 
to the grid, which is, it's just interesting things. I think it's really cool to see them trying to flesh out what we already have, what already exists, yeah. while also simultaneously trying to help create something new. Yeah, it's additive. It is, yeah. And you can choose whether or not you believe in it or not. I, I go with the logic of the comics that, yes, it's all one cohesive thing. It just maybe happened off screen or it happened in different ways. So that's yeah. what I really like. Um, and it also gets me a little excited because I just thought about it and realized. So, um, again, spoiler warning if you've not read Power Rangers Unlimited, Air to Darkness. So if you remember, we talked about in the past with Mal and, mm. and with uh, Astronema and Divatox, that little friend group, how, you know, we don't really know what happened to Mal or even the other kid, which I can't remember their name. <laughs> But then this issue, of course, reveals that when Dark Spectre corrupts you, you take on an appearance similar to him. Which would explain what happens to Mal and mm -hmm. him becoming Malagor. So at least that's never been confirmed, but the theory pans out based on everything that we know. Um, and we could be proven wrong, but I think that's definitely even something fun. I think that they're trying to establish to kind of explain away why Malagor and Dark Spectre look exactly the same. Yeah. So uh, Other than, you know, Sabad was cheap and had yeah. a costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but like you said, it's added. It's a nice little flavor and touch that helps create and bridge a lot of gaps that maybe weren't there originally. So Yeah. And it's, it's, it's fun, too, because it's doing a fun thing of, like, knitting a bunch of stories that are seemingly separate all together mm -hmm. um, in a way that's not, like you have to read this it's just like if you mm -hmm. happen to read these things it's fun mm -hmm. to have them expand on one another yeah which um, but yeah which given hasbro's initiatives of power rangers lately like they are trying to build that shared universe up so i think that the comics are now becoming one of their branches for that um yeah so i think it's really cool uh the morphonaut gets to have some play and action here um even though it's a recolor of Phantom Ranger, I really do like the Morphinaut suit and color scheme. I actually, I know they're going to release Morphinaut eventually because it's that's an extremely easy figure to make. So I'm excited to see when we do get him what he's going to look like and what we can expect um, as a toy. So I'm excited about that. And then, um, of course, we had the reveal at the end of the issue that because the the Morphinaut was ex was leaking grid energy and it was killing him the possible way of healing him or keeping him from dying is by sharing the energy amongst others, which of course leads to the creation of uh, our team and their ranger powers. So what do you think about that reveal? Um, I was like, okay, here it is. Mm -hmm. We're going to get mm -hmm. the squadron suits, the die ranger suits. We're going to, and then yeah. it got to the page. And I was like, Oh, Oh, we're not. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, it ties into the covers mm -hmm. in a very specific yep. way. Um, I'm sure people, I have not seen, I've only seen one criticism that we can get into, but I'm sure people are going to be upset because it does like, it does lead to a question um, of how certain suits are where they are because they wouldn't have been created. But my interpretation mm -hmm. is that these characters are tapping directly into the yeah. grid. Therefore they are tapping into the color themselves yeah. and are, you know pulling from whatever that color will eventually have yeah. uh, because i i think it's very similar to how the emissaries operate where the emissaries they can yeah. have as the, they fluctuate through their powers and colors i think and i like to think of it as the morphing grid is across time and space and reality so in yeah. that moment it resonated and gave them the powers that they maybe will need so i think we're going to see next issue maybe they are using the specific powers and ways that they need to get through the situation that the grid is trying to help them and then they'll refine it and be able to create their own ranger powers um so for those of you who have not read the issue um who are listening to us um the color the team that is assembled is mighty morphin red mm -hmm. 
Time Force Pink, mm-hmm. Dino Thunder Yellow, mm-hmm. uh, Ninja Storm Green, mm-hmm. or Samurai, uh, Wild Force Black, mm-hmm. and Zeo Blue. And some of them are gender flipped. Yes. You know, Zeo Blue uh, has the skirt. Uh, so. I'm surprised you didn't mention. What about Dino Thunder Yellow? Yeah, the be- beefy Dino Thunder Yellow is, is, a, is a lot. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah when, I showed, when I showed my husband it, he was like, oh, that Time Force pink is uh, thick. I was like, yes, the Pink Ranger in Power Rangers Universe is thick. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she has curtains. Mm-hmm. They did this for the gays. <laughs> yes. Um, it's, it's really cool. I like this idea. I'm just like, I need to see what they do with it going forward. If it is, like you said, an emissary situation where we will see them shift into other colors, mm-hmm. um, which is really exciting because I would like to see just which ones you use. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they and they did a good job, I think, with choosing this lineup because they chose like basically fan favorites, like major fan mm-hmm. favorites. And like, it was really cool letting them kind of go have fun with that and show. So it'll be interesting to see how they use those powers next issue because that's seemingly what the tease is is that they're gonna have to use the powers together and then work together so yeah and we know that at some point because it's you know been confirmed via variant covers Mm -hmm. um they're not being shy about teasing out that these characters are eventually the squadron Mm -hmm. team um i'm curious when it will like refine down to those powers if it's a thing of like this is Mm -hmm. because they're tapping into such raw morphin grid essence this is them at like they haven't refined it yeah, it hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't cooled off yet, kind yeah. of thing. Like, I thinking of how the story structure is going. I'm assuming that like the next issue will be them trying, and then they actually fail because they can't work together with those powers because the powers are quote unquote incompatible. I mean, yeah. And I think what's going to happen is it's going to be like they're going to get the lesson of you have your hearts have to be one. You have to work as a team, and then that's when they get their powers, and like it directly relates to what they can do. So yeah. I think. I think the end of issue four will be when we see the squadron team suits up and then we'll get them for issues five and six. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, I think the thing that has me most excited about this is like, I I really do like what Nicole Adelfinger has set up here with the like different Ranger characters. I think they're all very interesting. They all have kind of uh, interesting motivations Mm -hmm. and kind of drives. Yeah. Uh, And I also just can't wait to see kind of what, the potential of this is you know uh where where do do we end at the end of this like what what is the end goal of this issue in this series um i definitely think that we are seeing a build-up to dark specter in some way and we'll see if maybe Mm. we get a comics version of countdown destruction maybe we get some splintering who knows um uh not for those of you that don't listen to or don't look at uh solicitations uh we in VTs for Mighty Morphin come March, we know that a aspect that did not pop up in Mighty Morphin that came later is going to pop up yeah. in Mighty Morphin. Yeah, which um, I won't say anything more than that, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, it'll be. Uh, but you were it'll saying be interesting. I think it's exciting to see what we'll get to see. I'm going to be honest. I would really love to see Countdown to Destruction happen in the comic reality and show like because obviously when they filmed the TV show, they weren't going to come and pay like older actors to return things like that. I would love, even if it's just like a miniseries, if we see how our rangers that maybe had departed by Countdown to Destruction that weren't involved directly, how did they get involved? Like, were they fighting on other locations? Were they, you know, helping people? Like, 
I would like to see that. I think that would be really cool to see. Or or on other planets, even. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, because I, I would make the assumption that, like, in the comic reality, the Omegas are... The Omegas would have to be involved in Countdown. Like, there would be no way they wouldn't be involved. Yeah. And obviously, of course, they were made after Countdown Destruction, so... Um, but I also think it would be interesting to see, like... What happened to the Robo Rangers? What happened to Justin and the Zeo Rangers and the original Mighty Morphin team? Like, what were they all doing at that time? And like, kind of, exp- yeah. kind of getting to explore some of that, and even seeing some like maybe unlikely team ups you wouldn't expect. Like, yeah, that like maybe I don't know. Um, like seeing Justin and Rocky team up and trying to you know using the Blue Zeo and Turbo powers to like defend a city together, and then. Things like that. Like, I think that would be kind of cool to see. So I'm hoping we get to that point eventually. That may still be very long down the road. Um, but I definitely think that we're going to start seeing shades of that in Power Rangers, at least. Because it's not called Mighty Morphin. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we've already seen, you know, with, like, Astronomer dropping in on that series. Like, there yeah. there are clear routes yeah. that can connect that. Which, which, um, which is what Ryan's goal has been. Because he's told, he's told people in the past and in interviews and on podcasts you know the toys are out there why wouldn't we use them yeah exactly so. uh, but yeah i'm i'm really excited by this series and i think the fact that you know you and i can even sit here and talk and speculate as long as we have really shows kind of like mm-hmm. the untapped well that's here oh yeah <laughs> like the fun thing i think and and i know some people tend to get in their heads of like oh well you know that shouldn't exist or that shouldn't be there but really based on the timeline and the canon it should like just yeah. because it didn't exist when the show was produced doesn't mean it doesn't exist at all in the universe and history. That's like serious, serious. And astronomer helping Emperor Grum. Or I mean, we've even seen in Dino Fury that the like Morphin Masters do seem to exist out of time and space yeah. in a weird way. Which seen with the emissaries. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, there is, I think, it, there is a logical connection, like you said, that this the grid can just tap into whatever at any time. It's all in how you access it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we said, there are right now supercharged with great energy. So it might be just a thing of like, it's pulling whatever it can be like, okay, yeah. I don't know how to protect you. So here, this yeah. one. <laughs> or they are pulling it without being refined. Like, which, okay, yeah, that would probably make sense. Maybe they aren't using morphers. They aren't using morphers. They just threw it in and absorbed the energy. So maybe that's why there's no conduit. Yeah, and so we'll see them eventually get to the point where they refine that conduit and are able to make yeah. those suits, which would be a really a cool take on it. Um, and I just I, I'm excited, like we said, I'm excited to see where this ends because I think you know there there is a story where you could put a definite ending on, but I think you could even leave this kind of open ended and we could get more series mm-hmm. based off this, yeah. like. Uh, you know power rangers universe volume two is a thing we could get you know i I wouldn't mind that i think we're gonna go in that direction because there's a lot of stories that can be told even not even with our teams that happen after mighty morphin like this this team for example is using squadron to give the squadron appearance in super mega force context um yeah so i think that's what's kind of cool and that i really enjoy i think it's gonna be interesting to see what else we see pop up what else they have that could really be used um and well and we we know one of the things is going to be that one of these has to be an original design because there wasn't a black right. suit for that. Right. So, I mean, I'll be curious where that ends up falling mm-hmm. and how they thread that needle yeah, and what even happened um, to it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but I, I, again, I just can't speak highly enough. If you're, if you're a fan of power Rangers and you're not reading the comics, like, uh, 
again, we just every time try it out. Like there, there's so much good here mm-hmm. uh, and so much to enjoy that I, I we can't recommend them highly enough. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but with that said, kind of upcoming releases, uh, the next issue that will be out will be Mighty Morphin number sixteen, mm-hmm. which will come out on the 9th of February. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we'll get Power Rangers sixteen, which will come out on the sixteenth. And then wrapping up the month of February will be Power Rangers Universe number three coming out on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure Godzilla Power Rangers coming out in that time too sometime, but you know. Uh, yeah, I think I think Godzilla Power Rangers number one is slated for March release, and then we'll have that every okay. month after that. Okay, that makes From what sense. From what I saw earlier when I was making notes. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, lots of goodness coming through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's going to kind of wrap up the show for today. Uh, if you want to reach out to the podcast, you can hit us up on Twitter at MayThePowerPod, or you can send us an email at MayThePowerPod at gmail.com. You know, feel free to send topic ideas, uh, criticisms, you know, praises, um, or if you're interested in coming on as a, like a guest, you know, feel free to reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on most social media at Punk. Where can they find you, Kevin? You can find me on Twitter at BridgenT3. And, you know, again, before we leave, like we do every week, just want to say thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, getting to listen to us rant and rave and, you know, go on weird tangents about Power Rangers. Uh, we really appreciate it. We just want to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that said, as always, may, may the, the power, power protect you. you.